Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time now for the Robert Sala Report brought to you by Infinity.com. And Slomans and the head coach of the Jets joins us now. Robert, it's Michael, Don, and Peter. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? We're doing fine, thank you. So obviously a big decision you make during the game that you're going to sit down Zach Wilson, and today you announce uh, he's not going to uh, start on Friday. What's behind the decision? He's been struggling for a while, but why now, Coach? You know, we've been, um, over the last couple of weeks, have been just trying to make changes along the offense and um you know, we did some things at the running back position, receivers, tight ends, O-line, and um, I even moved the coordinator up to the box. And so we're we're now trying the quarterback to see if we can uh, uh, do something a little bit different there. So it's a, uh, um, like I've said, every, uh, everyone's kind of had their hand in the cookie jar, and we're just trying to find the best way to um, uh, get the offense moving in the right direction. Yeah, I was going to ask you, because you, you move Hackett up to – uh, to the press box, you, you you had to let Carter go. Um, at, at some point, you have to hold the quarterback responsible, right? If you if other guys are going to be have to move or have to kind of rejigger their their situation, then why not the quarterback? Uh, no, you're 100 percent right, and that was the whole thing. It's just quarterback wasn't at fault for everything around him, and um, but he he does have his responsibility to it. He knows that, and he knows he's got to play better, but. Uh, um, you know, with uh, last week, we just tried to make moves to see if we could spark the offense in some way. Uh, obviously, it didn't work, and, uh, and and now we're trying to quarterback. I think, not that you need this for me, I think you've been incredibly patient with him. I just want to dig down in that third quarter, why at that point you say, okay, enough is enough is enough? Um, well, one is... Uh, Thought we finished the first half strong. Um, obviously, the first half started a little bit rocky. Finished it strong. I really thought we'd come out a lot better in the second half. Uh, defensively, we um, two uncharacteristic plays that led to a couple of touchdowns for them. A couple of three and outs later, and uh, it was just one of those deals where it was, it was twenty-nine to six, and felt like it, it just we needed to do something, anything, and um, and uh, so that, that was just about it, Coach. Should we believe that Boyle can be successful in this offense? Because, frankly, it feels like if you waited this long, given how things have been, it doesn't, to me, give the biggest vote of confidence that you guys think this guy's capable of running the offense well. No, it's not, it's not that. I think, I think what you have is a, a, the opportunity for a young man who's uh, um, excited for an opportunity. And uh, Tim's been working hard. He's in here at damn near 6 o'clock every morning uh, getting the playlist. Uh, preparing himself the way he needs to prepare, and I thought he did a couple of really nice things against the uh, the Bills when he did come in. Albeit it's a li- little bit different temperature of a football game at that point, but uh, um, you know this is more about his opportunity and him getting an opportunity to take advantage of it. Because you, you know, like I like I've said, you never know what you have until that person gets an opportunity. And he's and I know if if I know anything, I know that Tim's going to attack the heck out of it. 
Why is um, Zach active as the third backup quarterback? Why not have him inactive? Um, well, you, you're when you have uh, three quarterbacks on the roster, you're with the new league rules. Um, you can have the third quarterback active uh, in the event you lose your first two. So was Simeon active all this time? If you lost the first two, no, he's been. Uh, we have an extra roster spot, so we're we're planning on getting him up to the uh, to the fifty three. Gotcha. Is, is it on, is it on the table, Coach, that he's thrown his last pass as a Jet? Uh, I, I will address that in the uh, uh, in the off season. You know, I'm. You never know what might happen over the next course of the course of the next six games or eight, seven, whatever we have left, seven, eight. Uh- so I'm going to ask you a question that maybe it's not even for you, Coach, but you're the one we have on. I never understood this. We talked about it during the summer. You got Aaron Rodgers, 39 years old. I mean, 39 is 39, no matter how what kind of shape he's in. And you guys elected to have Zach Wilson as the backup quarterback after he was benched twice last year. And the reason you go out and get Rodgers is because Zach couldn't play well enough last year to take you where you wanted to go. Why did you guys not have a more experienced backup quarterback than Zach Wilson? Uh, that's a fair question, Mike. Um, you know, when you look at the overall body of work for Zach on the field, I get it. You know, there's it's uh, a lot to be desired, and and most of it was a confidence issue. It's not an arm talent issue. It's not an athleticism issue. Um, and we felt like if we can get him the redshirt year that we never gave him in year one, uh, he'd have the opportunity to grow and be the quarterback that I think we all believe he's capable of being. And um, yeah, I don't think anyone anticipated uh, Aaron going down in four plays. I think worst-case scenario in anyone's mind would have been that he plays a few games and Zach at least gets to observe and watch Aaron handle the huddle, handle game week, handle preparation, handle practice, handle uh, the communication with his teammates, handle the sideline, and he can absorb and take it all in, how he studies tape, how he uh, 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 rehab and regen and all that good stuff, and um, and he missed it. Uh, he, we never, he never got to see that opportunity. He never got to... Uh, to see that happen and uh so you know i'm, I'm not sure if i'm answering your question but it, it was a collective uh, decision and that you know we, we see the talent we see the athleticism we see the work ethic if we could just get him that uh the redshirt year we we felt like he could be the quarterback that he could be but so many opportunities and just never really taking it as you said that the talent seems to be there it just never connected how much responsibility does a team take for the failure of a player or ultimately the failure of a pick? I I always look inward first. Um, When a player doesn't have success in this league, as a coach, you feel, ultimately, you always feel responsible. And, um, you know, there's there's a series of unfortunate events for for Zach. You know, the... uh, um, I, I love that our old line is scrapping and they're fighting, but you know you got a lot of young guys playing for the first time, and they're you know with all the turnover and the lack of continuity, and you can make a lot of excuses uh, for why, but at the end of the day, you know you you still try to put your best foot forward, and you still try to create the best game plans possible, you still try to be your absolute best every day, and um, you know so you know I can I can create I can be a sympathizer, but at the end of the day we're all we're all expected to to be great and find ways to win football games. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm always going to look inward. All right, speaking of the offensive line, what's the, the word on Beckton? Um, he's dealing with an ankle. Uh, 
I'll have more information tomorrow. Um, but um, right now, we're there. He, he's still got to go through the MRI machine and all that good stuff. All right, I'm going to let you open yourself up right here. You can choose to take it or not. I mean, the guy that you built this team around went down in four plays. Your offensive line has had injury after injury after injury, no continuity whatsoever. The guy who backed up the, the guy that you built the team around has not played well. Do you ever take the time, Robert, to sit back and feel sorry for yourself and go, how, how could this have happened? Everything that we wanted to have happened this year, it's gone wrong. So do you allow yourself that? Um, here's the best way I'll answer this one. I have a beautiful wife and seven unbelievable children who I get to go home to every day. And they don't let me feel sorry for myself. And um, at the end of the day, we're blessed to be where we are. We're blessed to be able to face the adversity that we get to face every day. And uh, we're blessed to give uh, to coach our butts off for the guys who are getting the opportunity to step on the field, and that's all we can ask for. I, w- I wonder if you, if you can allow yourself to think like this. I said at the beginning of the show, and I truly believe it, I, I don't think this is on you. But there are a lot of Jet fans that want, you know, they want blood, and they, they say it's the coach's fault. Everything that's gone wrong, well, Robert, do, do, I mean, do you worry that you'll lose your job because of things that are out of your control? Oh, I, I don't worry about that. Like we're, you know, it's uh, this is this is a it's a league wide thing. We're the low hanging fruit. You know, the head coach, the play caller, and the quarterback are the most visible aspects of football, and they're the easy ones to they're the soft place to land, and that's okay. Uh, um, you know, we we expect the responsibility, and um, and we continue to work, and that's all you can do. And you know, our focus right now is uh, uh, the Miami Dolphins, and that's all we can do. Robert, you mentioned there's a lot of hands in the cookie jar as far as the mistakes that are concerned with this team. So clearly it would be better with Aaron Rodgers, but how much better would it be if the offensive line would play poorly, the pre-snap penalties, the drop passes? Uh, do you ever wonder, would it, would it have lived up to the expectations had Aaron Rodgers stayed looking at how the rest of the team is played? I don't know. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's a fair question. We'll never know. Hypothetical, I guess you'd you'd like to think it would. Um, you'd like to think in another in another universe somewhere out there, and, and the, you know you're, you've got a healthy old line. There's continuity, and and the quarterback is uh, is playing, but uh, and and we're not suffering injuries, and we can play with a fully loaded deck, you know. And uh, um, and you look at it and say, man, we'd be this record and this record. But uh, uh, at the same at the same time, there's no point. You're just wasting time when you do that. We got to focus on the moment. And the moment tells us that Tim Boyle is our quarterback. Um, these are our five starting offensive linemen. These are these are our skill guys, and we got to find a way to score points. Did you communicate with anybody else when the decision was made to pull the plug on Zach yesterday? Um, no, it was my decision. I yeah, you know, obviously I asked the offensive coaches how his head was, and Zach was in a good headspace. He was ready to play. I just. At that moment, it was strictly my decision. When you spoke to Zach today and said, all right, we're going to start Tim, what did he say? Um, Zach was good. You know, we, we had a really good discussion, and uh, I'm not going to talk about everything we talked about, but um, he was about as good as you could be, and, and uh, he understands everything. He, he takes responsibility. He recognizes the things that he needs to, to get better at. He recognizes some opportunities that were missed, but he... You know, and, and we had a really good talk. You know, I, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep expressing it. He's only 24. Um, he's going to have a successful career, and uh, 
and I still think that he's got plenty of time to take advantage of all his talents and his athleticism and his arm talent, his work ethic, and all that. And he's he's still going to make an impact in this league. Uh, you, go ahead, Don. There were, I think, a handful of times that there were Friday games during COVID. But like, what, what's your template for preparing for the first ever Black Friday game and the, and the challenges of that? Um. You know, it's a uh, we, we we have a template. We have our own model. Um, going with, talking with our performance staff and all that, and trying to figure out what's best for the player because there's a there's a mental preparation to get yourself ready for the game. There's a mental um, preparation in terms of uh, easing your mind. You know, in terms of where you're not just uh, on full go, 100 miles an hour, uh, seven days a week. Uh, there's a physical aspect of it, um, so you're, there's a there's a balance of not overworking the guys, both mentally and physically, for that matter. Uh, so there's balance. So we've 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 been working on this since uh, since the schedule came out, trying to find the best plan, talking to different teams, and and doing a lot of research. And so we put together the best schedule we could based on the research that we've uh, that we've had, and uh, hopefully it works out. Your defense has been a beast all year. Yesterday, they did not play as well as they've played. Do you think it finally caught up with them, Coach, that they've had to play perfect? They've had to play a perfect game in order for you guys to have a chance to win. Do you think it finally got them yesterday? Um, credit to Buffalo. I, I thought they did a really nice job. But uh, in the second half, the the first two series of the second half were a little disappointing, obviously. the um, You know, when – you know, the – the defense doesn't need to get five takeaways. It doesn't need to score. It doesn't need to pitch a shutout. It just needs to execute to the standard that we believe in. And if we do that, it, we have to trust that it'll be good enough. And that's, uh, I do believe when you start putting stress on yourself and you start feeling frustration and you start trying to press and make plays that don't need to be, the only play that needs to be made is the play that the play that's available to you. And I think when you start pressing to make other people's plays, it leads to mistakes. And, um, so, yes, I don't think we played up to our standard. I do think Buffalo uh, deserves some of that credit. Uh, but um, but at the same time, we just got to refocus on us, refocus on what we're capable of, and, and play to the best of our ability, and whatever happens, happens. All right, Coach. Don? Thanks, man. All right, guys. Really appreciate uh, I, I, I just wanted to say one guys. thing. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Happy yes. Thanksgiving. And I need I need to talk to you at some point because – I have a great wife. I have two great kids. And when things go bad at work, I always feel sorry for myself. So you have to get me through this. You have the answer, don't, and I don't. don't I do always it. feel sorry for myself. First of all, it's not going to work, and you don't have the time. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? You, you can't feel sorry for yourself in this world. No one cares. No one wants your sob story, man. <laughs> yeah, but I've got, I know it's a sob story, so I can feel sorry for myself. That's that's what I'm saying, but I give you credit. Hang in there, man. I, I'll be at the uh, game Friday, so well, I'll how see can you. you. How, how, how can you go home and see your family and not, not, not feel that joy all over again, man? <laughs> you know, so... But no, I'm with you. I feel you. But um, we're still blessed, man. You got it. Happy cool, Thanksgiving, man. my friend. All right, guys. Thanks, Coach. All right. That was the Robert Sala Report brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today in Sloman. Sloman's has low price home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices. For 100 years, Sloman's has been a staple in home comfort. Call one eight six six oil deal.